Greetings, this is the Inspector, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night, streaming into your human ear holes. Enjoy! Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We will begin in mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you will give me witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Bye-bye Saturday night. Good morning, everybody. From the alternate universe dog and monkey dexterity facility on sub-level 9, deep in Area 51, hello and welcome to TalkCast 308. Is it 308? Seriously? No, it's 309. Ha-ha! I miscounted. And this week's edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Enjoying the e-books beginning with the letter Q, I am the Dome. Joining the TalkCast, some of the rest of the Gang of Five, in the Acton Tardis Polishing Plant, Technical Anarchist, Chief Button Pusher, our own girl genius, Kriana. I got a new title this week. It's QA Team. Oh, God, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. From the stacks of her personal space in the Dank Dungeons Industrial Card Catalog, Resurfacing Plant, Friend of Robots Everywhere, with her nemesis, the Mute Button, and the Purring Kitty, Welcome Zombrarian. Oh, God. Back by popular demand, we spend some time tonight with artist, composer, writer, and raconteur, Joe Whitby. Joe, welcome to the show. It's really good to be back. <laughs> oh, it's really good to have you here with us. So, I said, let's get together and talk about stuff. And you said, I have a Kickstarter. And then I yeah. said... But but you already funded it in the first two days. <laughs> nice going, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. I don't understand yeah. how you get to do that. And I struggled for like 40 days going, oh, for God's sake, could you so, just yeah, get to it? Money, please, yeah. please. <laughs> Driving me absolutely insane. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, I wasn't expecting it to... Well, like the first one I did, I wasn't expecting that to be done in like the first hour. But um, yeah, I, I I set my target really low for this one just because I wanted it to be quite a limited thing. I, you know, just thought I just want to get these books made and cover the postage and stuff. But just, you know, that's all I want to do. And um, people were like, well, we want more. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, I was an early adopter. I got in, like, the first day, and I'm going, what, seriously? We're already done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the oh, book geez. is called This is Why We Can't Have Anything Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where'd you get that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Um, well, it's it's somewhat Craig Ferguson-related. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I know. Um, and um, also my best friend, Celine says it quite a lot as well it's it's just it's when something sort of 
semi bad happens like like your dog eats your ice cream and you say to the dog and this is why we can't have anything nice you know because it's just things have been ruined or, or something but it's also quite cheeky it's just it's it's funny and in some ways it doesn't relate to my book at all but <laughs> i'm so shocked at that <laughs> <laughs> i just like the title so i thought yeah yeah because some of the stuff that happens in in the book because it's a, a kind of like a diary journal that's a sketch journal um of my sort of daily ish life because i don't do it every single day but it tends to be quite funny of my observations of what's going on <laughs> uh, and, and a lot of this is stuff from your daily or whatever daily refers to as tumblr um no no, no it's I've been just I've been posting it on Instagram. Oh, it's just okay. a, a sketch journal that I draw by hand and then take a picture of it and, and put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, here's another one. Yep. So talk to uh, me about Bob the Unicorn. Sorry? Bob the Unicorn. Oh, Bob the Unicorn. Well, there was one day that I couldn't think of anything to draw. Um, <laughs> so I drew Bob the Unicorn. Um, who just explains the the myth of life because he's he's obviously got a best selling book. Um, he does now, yes. Yeah, and uh, he just he just gave some really stupid advice of of um, I'm trying to remember what it is now uh, to to basically to have a happy life and for people to leave you alone, just um, stick a carrot to your head and pretend you're a unicorn and and people will just leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> so I'm making a comic because um, the the crowdfund's been so successful. Folks will be getting a comic as well of Bob the Unicorn, which will be similar um, life advice throughout. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> so how how long have you been doing this kind of daily uh, daily um, affirmation via sketch? Yeah, uh, since June last year. And uh, yeah, so since I started posting it online, I just got started getting a following, which was weird because like this is my life. What? <laughs> what's so entertaining people, about my life? People are um, following my life. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually have to be quite careful of what I put in because I don't want to always get too personal or you know. Or like, too specific yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what kinds yeah. of things do you say I don't think I'm going to do that do you, what, does it hit you while you're drawing it or you look at it and go maybe I shouldn't post that one um, well usually I've thought about it before I've even got to the drawing point so whatever I end up drawing is, is what I've already planned to, to go in it um, but I have many ideas throughout the day of what couldn't couldn't go in but usually it's just it's some some of the stuff's just really personal stuff I mean I do t I do put some of the mundane things in like you know I went to the shop and bought some toilet rolls and some bread you know but that's actually quite funny <laughs> well it, it kind of is because it's, inter <laughs> it's interspersed with some very odd other things so that yeah <laughs> well, well that's interesting too in its own way yeah <laughs> So, uh, oh, it's good. It's good fun, and I'm just I'm glad and slightly freaked out that people like it so much to buy it. <laughs> uh, 
I tend to think that you're glad and slightly freaked out that people tend to like whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Actually. Because, it, you know, you, you kind of say the same thing about your music sometimes. You definitely said the same thing about Craigie Ferd and Timey Pants. And, yeah. And, you know, and yet, you know, the people who have seen it just kind of go, huh, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I still find it really strange. But it's kind of, because um, the style of my sketch journal is, is a lot rougher than um, Crazy mm-hmm. Who was. I, You know, I spent hours working on just drawing the TARDIS console, whereas this is just straight out, you know, sometimes I scribble things out because I've, I've spelt something wrong, you know. But that's just, that's what's happening in my life right now. And, you know, there we are. It's out on paper. And, I mean, it definitely has that sketchbook uh, immediacy feel to it. Yeah. Which is, I guess, because it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I find it quite therapeutic as well, because it does, in a way, force me to focus on the positive things that have happened in the day. Um, I mean, some of the journals I do say, you know, I, I feel rubbish today or, you know, something bad happened. But most of the time it's just really trying to, yeah, keep things positive and what makes me laugh mainly, which that ca- can happen quite a lot in uh, in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just, I guess, just recently moved there a, f- a few months back. Well, actually, I moved here um over a year ago now. Last God, has it been that long since we talked? I guess it's been it a, it's, Yeah, it's been a long wow. time. Um, <laughs> when did I move? 2014, I moved to Glasgow. And then I moved to Inverness recently for about five months, and now I'm back in Glasgow. So, yeah. <laughs> big around. change from moving from the big te- big city to... Glasgow? To, well, um, well, Glasgow's still a big city. Um, it's actually probably bigger than Cardiff. Really? Consid- oh, okay. Yeah, considerably. Here, here's <laughs> my European ignorance of the best. <laughs> Inverness is tiny. Inverness is, is the last city you get um, before like Scotland just becomes wild, you know? So, yeah, Inverness was very small, but very beautiful, but too small for me. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of like nice but hmm. yeah not not enough going on so yeah I'm back. And, and, and now you're back and you're playing uh in clubs again and and yeah. doing live and i guess we should also talk about lawrence made me cry and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. your new uh ep yeah i've got a new ep it's coming out as an ep yes well it's coming out as it was meant As to be an album. Yeah, it was meant to be an album, and it just sort of financially and time-wise, it wasn't working out that we'd, you know, it was going to take a lot longer to get an album out. So I just thought, well, why don't we split this in half? So we've done the first EP now, and um, yeah, I'm really pleased with it. The title getting... EP, uh, which is coming out in April, is yeah. Titan's Daughters. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the theme of the album was going to be based on the ancient Greek muses. So there was nine muses. And um, so we were originally going to have 
nine tracks, but then I discovered three more muses. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, let's do 12 then. Um, but we're but only yeah. set up for nine, so let's yeah, so. <laughs> rearrange some stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's been a, a slow process because I've been working with a a producer friend in, in Swansea in Wales. So I've been up in Scotland and he's down there. So was, we've been doing it on online. And um, yeah, it's quite interesting to just send something off to someone and, and they send it back sounding completely different. You're like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so th is this the first time you've actually done a long distance collaboration? No, it's not. I did that on my first album as well. I had a few people um, in the States, um, in Chicago and, um, oh, where else was it? California. And um, we did that as well. So I, I like doing that. I, I find it quite an interesting process when, when you're not physically in the room with people and you actually have to wait and see what they're, they're going to do. So, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> You posted on SoundCloud a, a live cut that was done live at the Celtic Connection. I did, yeah. Uh, please help me with the name of the song. It's Neme. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have put you at that point. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like um, Melody as well. I get Melite quite a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not Melite. <laughs> it's, it's Melody. Um yeah, and these are um, some of the, the Greek muses, the names. So um, Neme is the, the Greek muse for memory, and Melody is the, the muse for practice and kind of just, um, oh, what's the word? Not like relaxation or anything, but just calm and, you know. So I say in the song, practice makes perfect sense. So I've kind of like, yeah, I got the muse name in as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's you and uh, Rachel Shermani? Rachel Shermani, yeah, on that track. And it's really, ah. Uh, can, can I tell you how beautiful it is? I think You, you can, uh, you just did. <laughs> I, I, I think you know, but it just kind of like, you know, I, I'm going through stuff listening to stuff for the show and I go alright so I'll check it out for a few minutes uh, yeah. and, and like the song ends and I go no no there needs to be more <laughs> <laughs> and the version on the on the EP itself is, is, is quite different in, in that it's a little bit more electronic um, you know, it's, mostly it's all acoustic yeah 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 just really really uh Different, you know. Cool. It, That's a good it, word. I like different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose uh, I'm used to hearing Lawrence made me cry at a very different electronic level than this yeah. was, yeah. and it was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun, fun to listen to. Oh, I'm pleased. I'm really glad. <laughs> so are you doing a lot more of, of playing out now in, in an acoustic format? Um, well, for, for that particular show, it was just acoustic. Well, actually, no, I didn't do just acoustic on that. But I try and do a mixture of acoustic and electronic now. Um, but I like playing both ways. You know, I like stripping it back and just playing 
kind of the raw song. But I also love to present, you know, everything like here's here's the bass, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I've got 15 layers in. I only need six more and I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it's not overproduced. This is exactly how I wanted it to sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really almost one extreme to the other. And yet both of them are very, very compellingly beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't think I've ever asked you this, so I'm going to do it now. Um, where did Lawrence Made Me Cry come from? Well, it's uh, Lawrence didn't make me cry. Nobody called Lawrence Made Me Cry. So oh, I was, I'm happy to get, to get to that, that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a, a, a TV show in the UK uh, called Changing Rooms many years ago. And um, there was a, a designer called Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, and he'd he'd basically just ruined this poor woman's room. Um, I think he 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 went for like uh, red walls and leather furniture, you know, black leather and stuff, and uh, it made her cry. And there was a, a newspaper headline like the following day that just said Lawrence made me cry, and I've kept that as I just thought. Oh, that's an amazing band name. I've got to use that at some point. <laughs> so I kept it for years and then it just like, oh, yep, 2010, this is it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Lawrence made me cry. And sometimes I wish I hadn't because it's just it's such a ridiculous name. But um Well, no, I imagine I'm, I'm stuck a with lot that of people <laughs> want to know who Lawrence is at this point. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's quite a daft uh, name, really. So are you still doing music reviews and writing those as well? Not so much now, no. I'm, I'm just too busy musicking and uh, drawing stuff. It's, uh, that's, yeah. that's a terrible, terrible conundrum to have. <laughs> I'm too busy creating really cool stuff. <laughs> to, to create this other, other cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're you're playing out a little bit. You've got the new EP. You've got the new yeah. book. So so seriously, what are you actually doing? What am like, I actually you, doing? You've got to have plenty of time to do other things at this point. <laughs> well, I am actually looking for a job because I, I need a little bit of a, a regular income coming in. Because as much as I love doing the creative stuff, it's not always very... Uh, lucrative yeah it's not consistent with the uh income you know <laughs> not consistent with the bills like uh, yeah for... yeah Got so, it. <laughs> but i'm finding that people just are you know oh well, she's been a creative person for six years and self-employed oh that's weird let's not give her an interview <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god i just want a job that's part-time, that gives me some money. I'm very good at it. <laughs> I can do whatever it is, but just... Okay, so chance. we'll make this the, the interview <sighs> that you haven't gotten from other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel is your greatest weakness? <laughs> my, great, my greatest weakness? Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Uh... Probably. Must be that indecisive nature, then. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, 
Celine would have a few things to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> my indecisiveness. <laughs> All right, and now tell us about a time you've had a conflict with a coworker and how you uh. resolved it. I've been going for a lot of job interviews lately, so I'm yeah. up on all the questions that they ask. I usually don't get like the thing with the colleague. It's usually if you've had a customer that's been a pain in the ass. and Oh, see, I, had... get, I get the customer, and then they're like, now tell us about a time you disagreed with a colleague. And I'm like... <sighs> well, when, when do you usually disagree with a colleague enough to... Uh... When you're reading it, right? It happens to me. Yeah. Oh, I only work with two other people. Yeah. It's my boss, so I don't like with her, and the other one's really nice. So I have one in a while. (laughs) Oh, dear. It's true, though. I just, uh, there's such stupid questions. But apparently, I interview well, though, but I don't get the job. I'm far too creative and flaky, apparently. Oh dear. Yeah, so so if anyone wants me to to draw anything for them or write them a piece of music, uh, my rates are very reasonable. (laughs) Well, you you say on your website that you will draw or perform for virtually anyone, even in your living room. Yeah. Uh, Well, (laughs) how much is it going to cost me to get you to come across the Atlantic? (laughs) Well, just the cost of a flight. And uh, as long as I've got somewhere to stay, that's it, really. <laughs> so I'm very, and I think we can figure this one out. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd be I'd be up for that. I'd love to come over and well, play some music for you and draw. We'll, and We'll get you, you know. the transatlantic tour going here. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> that actually should be the next Kickstarter, I think. Mm. Yeah, because I'd need to sort out it's the visa type thing for playing in the U.S. is quite a um, oh sure nothing a easy. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> if you could move up to Canada, I can I can play there a lot easier. <laughs> Good lord! Don't get started on having to move to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'll probably be there at some point because if if they vote out of the EU here, I'm just like, well, I'm done. Let's move to Canada. <laughs> You know, if, if you stay kind of close to the New England side there, we're definitely yeah. able to hook it up. <laughs> definitely. So, uh, Titan's Daughter right now is in pre-order? Yeah. Yep. And if you pre-order, you're giving everyone a hand-drawn postcard. Yes, because I like doing things like that that take me forever but you know you do such <laughs> silly cool stuff <laughs> i'm sitting there and going this is going to take her so much time to do yes it is <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first ep i ever released i did uh, 50 copies of it and i hand drew every single cover and i really regretted it afterwards <laughs> I, I can imagine that yeah um, uh. Does the pre-ordering include uh, shipping to the U.S.? Yes. Excellent. Yeah, it does. Excellent. (coughs) Yeah, I've got all that covered this time. Yeah. And you did you did the cover for the EP as well? I didn't. No. No. No, I did not. Who did Um, those beautiful birds? I um. So obviously I was I was uh, researching the nine muses and I 
um, found a story um, to do with uh, one of them, and it was a, a king who had nine daughters um, who challenged the muses, and the muses, in response, um, turned the nine daughters into magpies, which is the birds on the cover. So I, I, I googled nine magpies, and uh, this image came up which was um, oh. by an artist called uh, Joseph Austin, who's in Australia. And I found his Facebook page, so I sent him a message and just said, you know, would you be interested in, in letting me use your art for my cover? And he just went, yeah, that's totally fine. So that's... Wow, that's Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> so what was it like... Uh working with uh, Simon Parton as, as the producer besides was, the, the back and forth kind of stuff. It was really great. He, um, he'd remixed one of my songs from the first album. Okay. That, that's what I was going to ask. Have you, had you ever worked with him before? Yeah. And I, I'd actually met him in, in Swansea at a festival that I was playing at. He was playing before me and we just stayed in touch after that. So, so he did the remix and I loved it. And initially, he was just going to work on one song on, on the album. And the stuff that he sent back to me for that just that one song blew me away. It was, this is amazing. This is exactly how I can hear the rest of the, the, the songs. And, um, yeah, he's got a, a, such a, a talent. I mean, this is the first time that he's producing someone as well because he's been wanting to do that. And I think, you know, if this is what you're producing now and he's got a very successful career ahead of him, definitely. And, and he also does some of the vocals on, uh, on the EP as well. Yeah, on, on the track The Muse. And um, yeah, it's, that was quite interesting for me, having someone else sing my words. <laughs> is, that, is that the first time with this EP? That that's yes, a, yeah. Is it an odd um, feeling? <laughs> it is it really is because that's just because I've always sung what I've written and sort of just putting it forward to someone else saying actually can you you know I'd like you to sing that because I still sing on the track but it's, mm -hmm. it's just it's just backing that I'm doing and um yeah he does a really good job and yeah it, that's quite a strange feeling just hearing someone else singing well, you've got a, a bunch of other people singing on this uh, this EP as well. You've yeah. got uh, Rachel again from the live yeah. one to the to the studio one, and Chrissy Barnacle. Yeah, Chrissy's great. <laughs> I love her name as well. <laughs> it's a kind of cool name, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I sat there and I listened to to do as many of the tracks as you made available mm. uh, on SoundCloud, and I just went. You get, it becomes difficult to describe because when your expectations get met by art, it's, it's kind of rare, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't know how much sense that makes, but you walk into an event, you walk into a concert, you walk into a, a gallery showing, you listen to an album, and, and you walk in with a bunch of preconceptions, yes. usually. And when it, when it meets those expectations and rises above it into something unexpected, it's just a wonderful feeling. 
and, Thank and you. I've, oh, you know, and I, I've, you know, I'm blushing right now. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be because it's it, it's absolutely well. true that <laughs> you know your music is unexpectedly wonderful. How's that? That's great. I'll, I will quote you. <laughs> Could you please? Because I yes, mean, I will. <laughs> it's just you know, I I am since we met you a year and a half ago. I'm kind of in awe <laughs> in, in, in that you are so wonderfully, wackily talented in so many different areas. Thanks. <laughs> Blushing again, I know. <laughs> yes. I am so terrible at receiving compliments. It's just... Oh, God, oh. you're on the wrong show then, honey. You're <laughs> <laughs> I've just written down unexpectedly wonderful. Uh, so there we go. I'll put that in my press. Uh, <laughs> not that that's what I was looking for, but yeah. You know, no. <laughs> oh, I got to take the compliments and just, you know, tell everyone else this is what this person thinks. So, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and you should too. And, and so should people are going to, as word and, and, and talk gets out about. Titan's Daughters, they're going to go, okay, what the hell is this? Let me click on it. Let me listen to it. And then just kind of go, oh, because that's what you get from it. What's, what's, oh, yeah. happening, what's happening in the coming weeks for you? What's going on? In the coming weeks, it's just full steam ahead on getting the uh, promotion done for the EP which takes a lot of time of just emailing lots and lots of people to try and get it reviewed and featured, um, which is, it's a bit easier because I had the first single from it um, and I had a, a really amazing video. Did you see the video? I haven't been able to find, to get to the video yet, no. And, well, it's, and... uh, I'm very pleased with that. Some friends in Toronto filmed it for me and um, have you been watching the web series called Carmilla at all? No. It's um, it's a, it's basically it's based on um. Oh, I can't remember the author's name now. That's really terrible. Um, uh, what was it, Celine? <laughs> Joseph Sheridan Defanu. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Celine. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Celine. Um, yeah, um, and it's it's based on it's it's a story about vampires, um, but it was written before um, Dracula was written, um, and it's the first, and it's it's um, a and gay relationship as well. What series? Uh, Carmilla. And it's a Canadian series. Um, and <laughs> you're, I can hear tap, tap, tap. It's yeah, it's not time to the camping right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, um, it, I just came across the web series on Tumblr as it was just starting. And, um, and basically it was just a binge watch after that. Because um, it it's a very LGBT friendly series. It's... Um, it doesn't introduce the characters as like, you know, when someone walks in and goes, Hey, I'm gay. There's none of that. It's just, Come on. Life. 
We have to actually figure it out by watching that, them. That's what I do every time I walk into a room. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Mama, I'm gay. Lesbian in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but it was quite um, a, an important series for me because I eventually, like, finally came to terms with my own sexuality as well, which was amazing. Um, but... I'm bringing Carmilla up because the actress in my music video is one of the actresses from Carmilla. Because I asked her just randomly, because I thought they did ignore me basically, but I just said, you know, hey, do you want to be in my music video? And she's like, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Who was that? Um, Caitlin Alexander. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, so I, I had a good um, response from releasing the video with the first single. Um, and yeah, that was amazing. So I'm, it's not going to be too much of a task, I think. For people are expecting the EP basically. So yeah, that's really cool. And obviously, I'm just finishing off the Kickstarter as well for the the book. And um, it's quietened down at the moment, I think, because it's like midway through. It's usually that's that's sort of, the stall point where everybody just sits there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it might pick up again nearer the end and... i'm thinking it probably will yeah yeah so that's some temporary tattoos as well coming <laughs> i'm looking forward to mine let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> well i'm with the x files on that's great and uh yeah bob the so, unicorn again why did you choose the x files for one of them i don't know because i just found it really funny <laughs> and uh and because we've just had the the recent x files as well which I really enjoyed. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Oh, I it. loved it. Oh, good. Brianna hated yeah. it because oh. she hates sex dolls. Oh. So very, I don't know what you thought about it. I didn't watch it because I didn't watch the original X-Files. Yeah. And so I felt like, and I was told no, wait, wait, wait. I wasn't you, you going. You just implied that I watched the new X-Files and I hated it, but I'm not watching it because I hated the old one. Oh, okay. Right. And I was told <laughs> that fine. I would not enjoy the new one if I hadn't seen the old one. Yeah. So that's, I prob that's probably true. Get caught yeah. up on one. Well, it's funny because in the U.S., the, the reboot that just finished up got better ratings than the series did. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, it, it went over very, very well. And it looks like they're going to go into a full series either yeah, next year. I hope so. I really hope so. I thought it was great yeah. fun. Yeah, so did I. And I actually really enjoyed the 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 comedy episode as well, which people were just like, "Oh, oh this the is one with, the one with the guy who was bitten by the human." It yeah, was wonderful. that was brilliant. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I've put the X Files one on there because I want it as as a tattoo. So you know, <laughs> Lord knows. There could be an X-Files comic coming soon, couldn't there? Uh, do you know, probably not. I'm not that into it to draw a whole comic <laughs> on it. I enjoyed it. I mean, when it first came out, I was about 12 or something, and I would secretly watch it with my granddad because he'd let me. Um, but, yeah, I, I missed quite a lot of it because I was too young to watch it. Gotcha. <laughs> but you know Julian Anderson I mean it's sold whatever season I'm happy 
Well, I have my own uh, her, but that, that's okay. <laughs> See, okay. And I have so. I have very strong, like very clear memories of the David Duchovny photo, the David Duchovny photo. <laughs> <laughs> someone brought it to school when I was in middle school, and the teachers were all freaking out because. There were multiple copies of it floating around, like the seventh and eighth grade, and they couldn't figure out who had brought them in or who had them. Brilliant. Welcome to middle school yeah. once again. Welcome to seventh and eighth grade. Here's a picture of David Duchovny in a teacup and nothing else. <laughs> Joe, we could sit and talk for hours and hours and hours, but it's late in Glasgow. And yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank no you worries. So for us. Oh, you know, I could I could talk to people about what's going on in the next couple of weeks, but basically, I don't have a clue. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Austin Comic Con, Granite Con, BooksandBooze.com. Northeast Comic Con and ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Our intro music production was provided by Rob Find more of his creations at RobWatsOnline.com. Our outro music was wonderfully provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Check out more of their groups on LawrenceMadeMeCry.com. I want to thank our guest, the incomparable and inconsolable Joe Whitney, for joining us from Glasgow tonight. Many thanks to the gang from the Acton Time Warp, the Sweethearts of Soundboard, Priyana, and the Woman of Zombaria. Thank you so much, ladies. That's this, what she said. Yeah, many times, actually. This is Dome saying, Terry and Jeannie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased, thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone. I know.